Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Girls Plus Potty with your host, Rosie Breen. And today, guys, I have a very highly requested and very special guest, Charlotte Emily Pratt. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> oh, anytime. Always welcome. This is actually your second time on the podcast as yeah. well, actually. Super exciting. Uh, we did an episode. Oh my God, I have an update from our last episode. Okay. So we did an episode talking about br- grief before. I was going to say mm-hmm. brief then. We, yeah, we did an episode talking about grief. And in the episode, I said I had never experienced grief. And it's a bit of a sad update, but um, Henry's granddad passed away not long mm-hmm. ago. And I was really close, not really close to his granny and granddad, but close enough that we would see them like on a regular enoughish basis. And Close enough for the absence of him to f- hit all of us really hard Jeez. and feel it just doesn't feel the same kind of thing. And um, whilst I, God, it's so weird to talk about and like feels really morbid to say, but I'm so glad that it wasn't someone even closer. But we have both, like Henry and I have both found that really tough, like really mm-hmm. hard. And um, I was really scared when I spoke to you about how I was going to be when I was going to be faced with losing someone. And I'm quite like proud to say that I definitely took on your advice and I just let myself feel how I needed to and wanted to feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. And there was a bit of me that was like, oh my God, why am I this upset? It's Henry's granddad. It's not my granddad. But I remembered what you said, which was just like, take the time and the space for yourself and just allow yourself to just be however you be. And it really, really helped. And Aww. yeah, now it's like, you still obviously have those shit moments where you think about it and you're like, oh, a bit sad. But now it just feels a lot more natural and easier to be like okay we can talk about this or you know we can acknowledge this and whatnot yeah what are the chances that we had that conversation we were talking about that and then so close that that happens to you so I'm sorry to hear that and I know that's such a shit thing also to hear like sometimes people hate you saying oh I'm I'm so sorry like people don't like that yeah and don't take that as like a a sympathetic response yeah um so yeah how how do you feel like how have people around you been with that? oh well for me my role has very much been the supporter rather Mm -hmm. than the griever in a way but I've been really lucky in how like when it's come to going to bed at night and if I've been if I'm upset about it Henry's not like oh why are you upset like he doesn't roll his eye he's just I don't know he just gives me a big hug and everything's okay and like with other people especially my family everyone straight away calling texting like I'm so sorry for your loss and like they've been really like sympathetic towards Henry and his family but I don't know maybe it's because they've experienced similar stuff themselves but have been really like the same with me like almost treated us all as equal in this situation which has probably helped me a lot more than I realized but yeah everyone's been really nice everyone's been really good about it and um it was such a a reminder of you know what when you said there was only so much life we have left on this earth like you've got to just appreciate who you've got now that you've got them and you said you really regretted not spending as much time with people Mm -hmm. in the past well that was a real reminder for me as well this has been and we get now like we're so fortunate to spend even more time with his granny and um, especially I don't know maybe it's because she's a woman but I do feel like we have a lot more common ground and that we can like bounce off each other a lot a lot easier so in a really weird way it's brought everyone a lot closer together and it's been really nice. Has it changed your perspective in any other ways in life because I also felt like even though I lost 
my granddad or whoever I've lost before, it changes my perspective on other things that are like unrelated as well. Yeah. So like I I literally have no care for anything really superficial anymore, like at all. Not that I ever did massively, but like yeah. I just not that you you have to, but I just really it just changed it. For yeah, you. it changed like how I I saw the world and like yeah. what was actually important to me on a day to day basis. Your priorities like, change. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. And do you know what I've seen, Henry be the exact same we had some situations where naturally would have really stressed him out and I'm always the one that's like look it's not the end of the world it's fine mm -hmm. and he turned around and you know it was something that was really annoying and I was kind of frustrated too we'd had some building building men and doing some work in our kitchen and they made this huge scratch across the whole of our hob like we have that induction hob and it was really nice black it was new it's only a couple of years old there's black so it shows up scratches and it's so shiny I love it like my kitchen's my little my little hub and there's this massive deep scratch <laughs> going across the whole thing now and I was like are you fucking joking like are you serious and then Henry was like oh that's so annoying and he went wait Rosie it doesn't matter do you know what there are so many more important things in life yeah. for us to be worried about and he's so right because it's been like what two weeks we literally haven't talked about or thought about it since it doesn't matter like mm -hmm. it definitely has like impacted us in other ways and put things back into perspective yeah for sure and also you don't have to undermine those things because that is annoying like especially yeah. if you're gonna have to pay for it to be repaired and like yeah. there's other worries that come with it and you don't have to always be looking at the other side. You don't have to always be positive and be like, well, at least I'm not dying. Or, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think some also, some people also take it to the next extreme. But You don't have to dismiss your feelings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like let yourself feel it. But then you also remind yourself that there are worse things that could be happening to yeah. you. Do you know what? Having a good balance. Yeah, that that in that moment actually was so comforting for the two of mm -hmm. us. And we're like, yeah, fuck it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Move on, ha eat our food on the sofa and just watch a bit of TV and we were fine. Yeah. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, it's funny. It is, it is really odd and kind of beautiful how death can have such a positive impact mm -hmm. on people's lives and really change the perspective. But yeah, I just wanted to let you know what, what had happened like in that space of time. Yeah, thank literally you. Literally in a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's vulnerable for you to talk about because you said before you weren't sure how you were going to respond in that. Yeah, so. I really didn't know how it was going to be. Um, but no, I really appreciated everything that you said in that yeah. conversation. I'm so glad it was helpful and wasn't you. random advice. Oh God, no. It was actually, it, I, it really like resonated with me mm. when I was going through it and you were on my mind a lot. Oh, I was thinking you. about you. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to be fine. <laughs> but fun. yes. Okay. So uh, Charlotte is here today to answer some of your dilemmas. And you've actually brought some dilemmas to the table today, haven't you? I from have. your followers. So I'm just going to get those up and we are going to talk you through them okay first dilemma hello 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 i hope you guys are keeping well so i really struggle with getting emotionally attached to guys really quickly and getting so hurt when it doesn't work out and i really need your advice please help <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know yeah this is an interesting one i feel like i can't give full full oh yeah advice you because can't. i've been <laughs> i've literally been in a relationship for so long and i've only really had one proper boyfriend yeah. so i've not really experienced that how long has it been for you guys it's 10 years this Bloody year how wild You're married aren't you? <laughs> i'm like i can't be old enough to have like 10 years yeah under your belt well you yeah. got together so young didn't yeah, you yeah we how did how old were you 14 14 yeah. i thought it was like 15 so yeah mad yeah so nuts but I think a lot of people 
find that they get attached to people quickly because of either childhood trauma like I mean Mm. obviously I'm not a specialist but I think a lot of people have that sort of anxious attachment style to people because of things I've gone through in the past yeah that's so true actually definitely I think people often struggle when they look for other people to fill a void that they've got in Mm -hmm. themselves so I'm really attached to this person because they make me feel better about this which is something that no one else or nothing else has made you feel better about before and you end up becoming attached Mm -hmm. and definitely childhood trauma god it's a biggie in it um it's tougher you almost need to like the fact that the fact that you are aware is actually a really big step Mm -hmm. because a lot of people will be but they just have no awareness of it or even in denial that they are relying on like another person to make them feel whole like some people will pretend that that's not a thing but they clearly are yeah definitely I struggled with like being attached to the comfort Mm -hmm. of stability so I didn't feel like I had a lot of stability growing up in a hole and when I was with my ex I was far more in love and attached to the stability that being in a long term and I guess a stable relationship provided me more so than anything else. And then when I got out of that, I realized that that's what I liked more than him. Yeah. <laughs> so I think um, advice to like deal with that would probably need to do some like stuff that's going to help you step out of your comfort zone. And if you know that you're getting attached and think about what it is that's causing you to feel attached obviously guys we are not qualified and we are not like specialists in any of this but we're just some big sisters giving some advice here but I would say like if you notice that you're really attached to uh spending time with someone like physically because you like to be around people all the time then you can try to like push yourself out of that and grow out of that by actively and consciously spending time on your own and you can have things to do in that time like you can go out for a solo date you know we're big lovers of solo dates but you can go out for like a little dinner by yourself or a coffee shop trip if like a dinner scares you take a book or your phone or whatever but actually consciously take yourself out of that environment where you're finding all the comfort because that's probably why you're attached because you're finding so much comfort in it so get yourself uncomfortable yeah I also feel like I'm trying to relate myself to this situation in what I've gone through and I feel like early stages of my relationship with Aiden I was obviously very young yeah and I felt like I was relying on him for like happiness and I I didn't love myself like at that point so I think it could also come from a point of like self-love and sort of tying in with the solo dates like making sure you're making sure you're really comfortable with yourself and um yeah getting to know yourself better I think before Mm. you start like investing your time and letting someone else into your space that you should see them as an addition to your life rather than yeah that whole like half's becoming a whole like I hate that yeah god yeah no you are a full person yeah (laughs) you have all the organs and all the bones that you need you are a full person you do not you do not need to someone else to like make you full make you whole um I think that's really good advice actually I think you definitely, and what RuPaul said, like, how the hell are you going to love somebody else if you don't even love yourself, you know? I've, I've butchered that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you really do have to focus on the love that you have for you and put that first and really make that relationship your priority relationship. And then, like you said, relationship with others are just a bonus. They're just an addition. You can allow that to, you can allow that to be a bonus and an addition, but perhaps after you've developed a better relationship with yourself. Yeah. Could communication also come into play in this? Like, is she telling these people that she's dating 
what she's looking for in a relationship because it, without that communication is that why she's ended up feeling lost and like they're not going down the same path and then they're ditching oh, the situation yeah. like is she not going to the table saying this is what I want like I really want someone who's going to be around all the time and yeah. that we can do you know I mean like sharing those things that you want in a relationship yeah like being upfront about them yeah if you're not upfront, is that where you're getting disappointed because you're thinking in your head this is what you want from this person but they don't know that yeah and they that's can't so give true. it and then maybe you're putting a bit of like pressure and like not realizing you're kind of forcing it maybe that's why some people mm. are like oh god no like not sure about that yeah maybe but I would definitely you know take a step back and focus on your relationship with yourself especially when you're not like in a situationship right now mm -hmm. focus on your relationship with yourself and just like make that your priority and then you'll know in yourself when you're ready and look you may think you're ready and then you go on a date and you're like wow I'm not ready that's okay that really doesn't matter you're not going to get it all right just try give it a go step out of your comfort zone and start dating yourself first yeah yeah okay sweet do you want to read the second one out yes I love the people at my job, but for the amount I do, I don't get paid enough. It's a small company too, so they don't have the money to give me a pay rise. But I'd be so sad to leave the people there. What should I do? Oh, babe, you got to leave. You mm -hmm. got to get out. Yeah. You, sorry, I have a very black and white opinion with work. You're there to earn a living so that you can live your life. You're not. You're not there for any other reason. Mm -hmm. If you have good people at a job, that's a bonus. Almost like the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. If you have a good good person, it's a, it's a bonus. But you need to. My opinion. You might be so different, Charlotte. But my opinion is that you need to get up, go, go to a company that is gonna have the capabilities of valuing you because you need mm -hmm. to get paid enough for what you do. And do you know what? you'll probably make great friends elsewhere. Yeah. And you can still stay in touch with them. Like just because you're going to miss the people doesn't mean you, they're like out of your life forever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you can still see them at the weekends and the evenings. And gotcha. I, yeah, I'm, I'm on a similar page to you. I think you've got to do what you love. Like, well, in my opinion, I would only do a job that I love. Yeah. Um, And if that came with less money and you're happy with that, that's absolutely fine. You know, like some people don't, don't mind earning less money as yeah. long as they do something they love. Yeah. But if you're saying that you don't get paid enough, like your time is worth whatever you think your time is yeah, worth. Like it's, you value it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, get out of the situation. Like I know it's a bit shit and I yeah. know you probably feel a lot of guilt. Like I think I would if I was working for a smaller company, you know, like you build things up in your head. But yeah, if they can't afford you, like that isn't your problem. Yeah, yeah, it's not really. And honestly, I think you're going to make like friends elsewhere. And mm -hmm. you're so right. Like my sister has so many friends from her old jobs. Like mm -hmm. I think the majority of people at her wedding are like friends from obviously from union school, but friends from old jobs as well. Like mm -hmm. you can stay in contact, you can meet for coffee, you can meet for drinks. Mm -hmm. You may even become that old colleague or that old employee who left but still goes to all the socials, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I, you've got to put yourself, like got to put your work and everything first. You can't just, yeah, you can't stay just because you like the people, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I have a really long dilemma here. This is a big old email, but I am just going to jump straight into it. Hello, hello. I am cringing so much while sending this, but I would love to have some real big sis advice on how pathetic I am. <laughs> I'm 22 and I have never been in a relationship. My whole life so far has been dotted with situationships, like dating for a month at most, that I always ended with or deep friendships that were completely misunderstood. And I ended up with me always playing the part of the cold bitch who friend zoned. The fact is, I've never met anyone who made me feel the right vibes. The energy or excitement when you feel when you first get to know someone, which I believe should drive dates first at least, or drive first dates. To be honest, it happened to me a very few times, actually only 
for fleeting encounters, the gorgeous German blonde trip to Munich, the other guy I met in a club, etc. Is it because I never let myself go enough? Because I always had high expectations. Maybe I'm too introverted and this prevents me from living relationships lightly enough. Or am I too empathetic towards others that when I see that there's not mutual sensitivity, I turn things down? She said at the bottom of this that English is her second language. So she said, Aww. sorry that if some of it doesn't make sense. But we got you. We get what you yeah. mean. So don't worry about it. Whatever the answer is, I always end up feeling wrong, inadequate. And the result that I choose is that I close even more. And yet I really feel like meeting someone and losing my mind and falling in love and all of that. But the way that I've lived for so long has led me to for zero expectations, even sexually. Oh, sad. That's very sad. <laughs> Everyone needs some good sex in their life. For sure. <laughs> and I ended up in a never ending cycle of where I either feel too embarrassed and I refuse any possibility of an approach or I take the courage. But then I'm either one, disappointed or two, I cringe too much. <laughs> so this girl gets the ick easily by the sounds of it. <laughs> And therefore, I never acquire the confidence and experience I would love to have. How do I get out of this loop? It's incredibly frustrating and sometimes depressing. At this age, all of my friends are either in happy relationships or they're having the best time at college. And honest and practical advice is very much needed. I love you guys so much. This is such an exciting new project. Love, 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 love you. That is so cute. <laughs> and then she said that English is her second language. So don't worry about that, honey. It doesn't matter. I think this is a tough one because she clearly is like striving and like hunting for that like infestuous love and lust that you feel when you first yeah. start dating someone. But have, did you have that with Aiden? Like when... Your first man. No, no. He asked me out on the school playground and I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. And I just said yes and panicked. <laughs> but obviously, like, it's played out well. Like, I knew when we were younger, like, I knew that I was into him. And yeah. it, it was never anything, like, crazy. Like, he wrote me a letter. Or, you know, like, I think yeah. everyone has all these weird fantasies from films and shit. But like, none of that. Like, what's Yeah. Yeah, it's just not it. I just don't, I don't like that vibe. But yeah, I think you have to... Well, let's preface this by saying everyone's on their own journey. Like me and my friends were having a conversation about this the other day. Like we keep seeing everyone being married or having yeah. children. And I feel Every like I'm behind and I'm no. like, no. Everyone I'm like, in my behind. life. Sorry, Charlotte. Everyone <laughs> in my life right now is fucking pregnant. Like so many people I know are pregnant and I'm happy for them. Like even my yeah, sister. Yeah. God, I'm over the moon. But I feel like everyone is pregnant and I'm like, hold on. I'm, I'm, do I need to be pregnant? Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. I think it's just us is it the herd mentality when you Definitely. just like feel like you need to do things at the same time and be part of the crowd I guess yeah um but yeah no don't feel like you should have a relationship by this point like I think that's probably what this has come from a bit of insecurity yeah. of not being in a relationship at 22 but there are so many people that get into their 30s 40s and never been in a relationship Got like it's it. yeah it's and some people don't want to be like some people want to be single forever but I think that the idea that she messaged is because she does want that love yeah and, she does want to well I, yeah. I actually have a someone in my life who's like in their mid-20s and she's never had a boyfriend mm -hmm. and like there's been stages of her life and I'd say from what you've said around the same age as you where she definitely like felt really rubbish and really wanted to be in a relationship but what's really lovely about her is that even though she's still not being in a relationship she's gotten older and she's like do you know what I've 
I'm dating myself and she's found so much empowerment and love in that and that's fulfilled her and now she's like okay maybe I am ready for a relationship like I definitely wasn't ready before because I just wanted a relationship Mm -hmm. whereas now she's like maybe I'm ready for it because I actually do love myself so now she's like in a different place with it so yeah it's so right you don't need to have a relationship just because everyone else has one what I would say is I don't blame you for lusting for lust, Mm -hmm. like for wanting to have the big romantic gestures or even just like the butterflies and the feelings because that's a bit of me. That's so who I am and was. Like when I first was dating Henry and you guys, like I was talking to you about this in a few episodes ago when I did the Ask Alex one in February. And I said like when we met, we were like on this whole whirlwind of just this story of us trying to even just go on our first date was a thing. But guys, like all the texts and conversations and the excitement going on in between, like, oh my God, I was just like, I was in heaven and it was so like lustful and it was so like passionate and intense and I really love that like I think there's something so special and like oh I don't know I just love it it's like sexy Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um I wouldn't say you know you don't even need to like like dream about having that like you can make that a reality but I think that comes second like that comes naturally when it's with the right person you can't just start speaking to someone or start like trying to pursue something with someone and expect that to happen straight away I think that comes when you get to know someone Mm -hmm. and the real excitement comes where you may have been together for like a few months or a few years and you turn around on a random Tuesday and he's like oh my god I just want to rip all your clothes off and just that doesn't happen every week that doesn't happen that doesn't even happen every month for me but it (laughs) happens and when it does happen it feels great but you you don't necessarily need that to be like the starter pack of the relationship in a way yeah I think maybe that's the false reality that the films give is that it starts off like all like crazy lustful but you need to get to know someone I think to fall into that sort of like hole of wanting them and that sexual tension and stuff like it doesn't sometimes come just like off the back on the first day and often when it does it's Mm -hmm. quite shallow like it not sorry shallow it's hollow like if that's just what it's just a surface level thing and that's probably why it has never fruitioned into something more for you when that has happened because that's that's only what's happening on the surface it's not what's going on like deeply inside the two of you for one another Mm -hmm. that was a bit of an innuendo but you know (laughs) (laughs) so maybe I think you need to like focus on getting to know someone and yeah you can still have that like attraction and that um like lust for them and in a funny way that probably does come from the physical side of things because when you haven't fully got to know someone yet or you're still getting to know someone at early doors it is going to be their physical side of things that's what's going to attract you and make you excited because you're like oh my god I fancy them so much you think they're so good looking like this and that whatever but when you want if you really want that like deep like romantic lust I think that comes second that comes after all of this after you've dated when you really have got to know each Mm. other Sorry, I like can't stop thinking about how weird it is because we're like obviously animals and like <laughs> animals like are trying to attract each other. But we've like made it into this like weird deep level where it's like all about love and like love <laughs> like is really freaking me out for some reason. That's what was going on in my head oh when you were saying God. that. I was like, it's so weird that we've like, we're like wanting lust and like rose petals, whereas like just animals just, like, show their feathers or something and then they just have sex. <laughs> their feathers are their rose petals. But like, are they deeply in love? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oh sorry. Oh my god, that is so funny. No, I'm so glad you said that. That is so funny. Oh my god, it's so true though. But do you not think that that maybe even comes from like us as humans? We're like, 
<laughs> we read books, we watch the movies, mm-hmm. and that's what we see. Like we see yeah. all of these other things and other people just like absolutely like infatuated with one another and these big grand gestures and I'm gonna fly mm. her to Paris on our first date and they mm. have the most passionate and romantic sex in the world and yeah. it's like there's a whole thing and then I'm gonna propose and it's like yeah. hold on that is not reality whereas like gorillas don't get to see all yeah. of that stuff and then feel like that they're missing out <laughs> they just have sex Georgia the gorilla <laughs> Looking at TV like that's yeah. what I want. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not saying that that's it's invalid to feel like that, just because you are wanting that love and lust. Because I do think that we all now want that because of what we've seen. Um, yeah, we're definitely influenced mm-hmm. by it, but I think people just want what they want, like yeah. as their own people. Like from what you want in your relationship with Aiden, or even when you first like, I know you're quite young, but when you were like growing up and stuff, what you wanted in the relationships could be so different to what mm-hmm. I wanted and also you want different things at different times within the relationship yeah. so like at the start the excitement was there for me so I wasn't like missing that but I was just really wanting to like enjoy that at the start whereas mm-hmm. now like we still have a fun and exciting relationship and we're very much in love but I'm not like chasing that lust every day or mm-hmm. every week like you know you, I think I have spoken about this before about when we were in one of our like earlier months early days of us moving in together and I was like shocked at how little sex we were having because I in my head was like well we live together now why aren't we having sex every day Mm -hmm. and then it kind of like came out a little bit took me a bit of time and I really realized that actually that was a lot more on me that wasn't on our relationship that normal relationships don't have sex every day yeah and I'll I think as well, like, especially for me, like growing up, we it would be in parents' houses. Obviously, we weren't living oh, together. Yeah. So I feel like the excite, some of the excitement came from like it, not being, not being in, allowed to. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or like it's risky. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. God, that's funny. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I was going to say from her point, yeah. do you reckon she's cutting people off? Is that what she's saying too early? Because I think three in my head, obviously, again, I don't de- I haven't dated, so I don't know. <laughs> but three days dates in my head is like what's normal unless obviously you really have like nothing in common from the first day like cutting off but I feel like three is where you're like can I see myself with this person do we have similar do our values align and like what we want in life align like is she saying she cuts people off after the first date or second date and doesn't give them a chance to sort of like like connect with them much of a chance the thing is like it's tough because if you don't have that spark on the first day like why bother going on the second and I know Mm. that's that was Henry's approach and that he like can't like cancelled or wouldn't arrange second dates with like the majority of people of the people that he dated because he was like well I just didn't feel what I wanted to feel on that first date and I mean it's worked out very well because he He's met me and I'm an absolute goddess <laughs> and <laughs> I'm perfect. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But um, for me, it wasn't necessarily about that spark and that like mm-hmm. lust on the first date. But if I didn't feel that, yeah, I'd say within a couple of dates. I think actually for me, it was by the, the end of the second date. If I didn't feel that by the end of the second day, I was like, oh, okay, well, this just feels platonic. So yeah. it's what it is kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, you almost like you need a flirty man that is going to take you out and make you feel like really sexy, but also is going to take you home and not just like go for one thing, actually just like chat and get to know you as well. Yeah. And I feel like that's what everyone wants yeah. <laughs> everyone wants that like nice balance or mix um and it is tough to find like dating is hard mm-hmm. but it can also can be really really fun so I think yeah you almost perhaps should give people a bit more of a 
a chance and I know you get the ick really easily but there's oh, I don't know I'm having like a battle in my mind right now should I encourage you to put your put your icks aside and get to know someone or should I praise you for being so ballsy and to be like no I don't like that and move on yeah. to the next but if it's something that you're struggling with then maybe it's worth trying to put your icks aside yeah it depends on what the icks are yeah do you know I mean? well there's red people, flags and there's icks right yeah because some people say like the tennis ball bouncing off the like the ping pong ball bouncing off the table oh, is God. like and then picking it up as an ick and it's like <laughs> if you're fucking like stopping dates because of that then I think you need yeah. to stop doing that or if you like wear the color you don't like yeah, like these things mean. that a man is never gonna know or read or like yeah. understand like or sorry not just necessarily a man or anyone you know like I actually <laughs> my school friends when I was in uh, A levels I was really good friends with these two guys and one of the guys said to me that one of the well we didn't know what icks were back then but his equivalent of a nick or like a red flag on a first date he'd never gone a second date with a girl if she wore all black on the first date how weird's that all black so bizarre and i was like really taken back by it because i used to wear all black every single day <laughs> and i was like well you know i wear all black like why would you say that but then i also started wearing like more color after he said that when i went clubbing because <laughs> i wanted to i wanted boys to think that i look really cute but then i'm like i'm older and i realize like that's just so stupid because what if you're going to the cinema with me and i just want to wear something comfortable so i put on like a black jumper dress yeah and my shoes happen to be black i'm wearing black boots like that doesn't say anything about me that just no. that's what i chose to wear that day so if your icks are like superficial like stuff like that then yeah you've got to put them aside but if he's picking his nose then don't date him yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's well, like a really bad ick for you that you have for aiden oh for aiden yeah. i thought you were gonna say like a stupid one um for aiden oh god <laughs> this is quite good that I can't straight off the back think yeah. of it I guess. oh god oh, I can think of mine straight away wait say for Henry not yeah. for Aiden yeah. obviously um, <laughs> Rose for, is for Aiden <laughs> yeah. for Henry who does this thing where like he'll have like okay it'll be in like the setting of a pub or a bar right. and he's had a couple of drinks and I don't know why but he'll like turn around with his glass in his hand and he'll do it as a joke to like make me laugh but I say to him oh my god stop like you're giving me the ick he'll turn around and be like all right gorgeous you're looking gorgeous today i just want to <laughs> take you home and i'm like ugh, ugh, i'm throwing up i know he does it on purpose to wire me up but i'm like that is the biggest ick of them all like it's so disgusting i, I just thought of one. Oh, it's he calls everyone bro mate Oh, like, like that, like everyone, all the time. like just sometimes me when we're out and about, and I'm just like, why, why are you saying that so much? Like, stop doing that. Really? <laughs> and just go, yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, bro, yeah, cool, mate. Oh, and I'm I, just like, oh my I god, you're driving me nuts. I call Henry mate all the time, and sometimes he'll be like, mate, I'm not your fucking mate, I'm your man, and I'm like, oh my god, that's giving me the egg. <laughs> I'm your man. <laughs> so oh funny. my god, yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> I wonder what you guys think. Like Henry is actually like just based from like all the different things that I've told you yeah. about how have I actually painted a picture of him you know what I mean <laughs> he's like the sweetest softest guy in the world but he's also like I don't know well he's not like a big like hard man like you're gonna fight him nothing like that but he's just I don't know he's great obviously he's really yeah. funny he makes me laugh all the time but I wonder what you guys actually think do you think he's like like literally soft like a, a marshmallow or what yeah <laughs> I mean I haven't met him have I either no you haven't but I feel like I'm like oh Aiden would get on with Henry I'm like, you reckon? I'm like they've never met I've never met Henry like I don't know just from what you've said and yeah, stuff like, they, they seem very on. similar yeah Aiden's sound I, met, mm. I made him, oh, yeah. him briefly didn't I a couple <laughs> times actually remember the first time I met you was at um, that 
event. <gasps> the, was it Swingers? Yeah. God, it, the mini golf, by the way, guys. <laughs> I always say that to my mum. She's like, you've been swinging. And I'm like, no, swinging's the goal. <laughs> it's different now, mum. It's different age. <laughs> but do you remember you, we had like spoken a couple times on Instagram. Oh my God, I've just had flashbacks that time I messaged you and I was mortified because you didn't reply. And I thought, do you remember when I asked you for coffee? Oh my God. And I think you're on a holiday. You're in Turkey on that okay. brand trip. And I messaged Charlotte and I was like, hey, like, I know this is really random. Like, I didn't know how to slide into her DMs, right? But we'd followed <laughs> each other for a while. It was the start of summer. And I was like, oh, it's really random. But like, I was wondering, like, summer's come in if you want to, like, meet up for a coffee sometimes. Like, I just, in my head, I just, from what I'd seen of you online, I was like, I really want to be her friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to meet you and get to know you. I feel and, the exact same. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I sent that and then she left me on red. Did I? <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. You, yeah, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, left yeah. me on red for like a few weeks like it was long enough you know oh and then god. you messaged me being like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't see that but in my head I was like oh my she god did. she's actually left me on red no, like so what I do I can't help myself I'm so impatient like I just have to read everything as it comes in and then yeah. I mark it as unread so that when I do get oh, the chance to do to it, it later. I go back to it so I must have just missed <laughs> like missed the ones that I'd done that oh, to oh yeah That's oh, so jokes. it was so funny <laughs> so funny and then we ended up meeting up so I ended up bumping into you after that at that <laughs> event like, and I was literally like is it really weird if I say hello but then no. I thought it's weirder if I don't so I said hello and then we actually spoke properly for like five yeah. minutes and then after and that's where I met Aiden after that we ended up meeting up and we had the cutest first date yeah, we, we went for a little ice cream date we sat outside the London Eye mm -hmm. and we just got we get along really well don't we we just yeah. can't, literally just bounce off each other so it was yeah. really nice and you had the balls to actually message me in the first place because I obviously <laughs> followed you as well for a long time and I always thought we'd get along like Aww. very similar vibes like yeah. what we post on socials I feel like that you can tell as well we're good actually <laughs> some people do post similar stuff and I don't get the same vibe so I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I said that <laughs> you know who I'm thinking of right now some oh my god there are people that post very similar to us and oh those vibes are not immaculate yeah. man they are not strong vibes mm -hmm. they're oh I've been on like brand trips I can't even remember if I've talked about this in an episode before but I've been on brand trips before and like being on like just to events and just like happen to be in a social situation where I'm meeting these other influencers and they literally do the exact same stuff as us oh wow you're not a nice person mm -hmm. that is not nice don't behave like that like grown-ass woman chatting shit about other grown-ass women are you joking yeah, and no not thanks. even in like a like I okay, obviously it's not like I've never chatted shit about someone. 100%. But if I have something of an opinion on someone, I'm gonna tell like someone close to me mm -hmm. or that opinion is based on something kind yeah. of thing. If they've done something shitty, then I'll yeah, be like, maybe. Oh my god, like what the fuck? And like, sometimes uh, you're just jealous, yeah. so you're like, Oh, don't like her, but you're yeah, actually 100%. just really jealous of her. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have that every now and again. Yeah, and uh, I would never tell a girl I've just met all this shit about another girl about I've just met. Like no, like I would never trust that girl. If someone that's done that to me, I would never trust them. Because if you're speaking about her and you're her friend, you've just met me. How the hell are you speaking about me? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they're scary. just bad vibes. You can catch on to, like I was talking about this with Alex as well, like people's energy. Mm -hmm. You can catch on to people's energy very easily, can't you? Yeah, you can tell when someone's genuine or yeah. not. And it's, it is hard with social media. Like if you meet someone in real life, you expect them to be how their online persona is. And then you yeah. forget that it is just an online, an online persona for some people. Um... Yeah. I feel like obviously I put on, do I put on a persona? I guess so because I'm just sharing parts of my life but the parts I share are all like 
me being real. Oh, I don't it's think so, you've thought on a persona at all. Okay, good. I just started having a panic attack. Like oh, I was stop just saying it. the wrong thing. Stop. No, when when I met you, you were the exact same as okay. I like. That's good news. So how I saw you, not even that I expected you to be, but just how I saw you on social media. Mm-hmm. You were the same. Like yeah. just a nice girl. Just a random girl. And quite girl. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas there's like girls that you meet and they're like hello my darling so today we're going to do and then you meet them in person and they're like oh my god yeah and she's such a fucking bitch and she did this and you're like oh my god like please grow up i think it's it's such a weird line because there's people who do have a persona like ksi for example persona also i mean yeah maddie amelia yeah persona Mm-hmm. Like and I think they're cool. Things. Like they're, I think they've they're amazing because they've like created this character and everyone like yeah. believes in it. But then it's obvious that that's not them in real life. And like, but they're comedy tell. characters. That's and what I, I mean. think that's why it's like quite nice because mm-hmm. you you know a comedian is a comedian. Mm-hmm. You don't think like oh that's a really famous person. They're really funny. Yeah, you know that that's that's their role. That's they're true. a comedian. But, but when there's people, people do have personas for sure. Yeah. For sure. But then when there's they're trying to say that they're real and like and they're, they're not honest and it's like this the like yeah story. and look don't get me wrong like especially in the line of work and the, the niche that you and I are within which is like body positive we're turning around like we're still going to have those days even mm-hmm. though we preach to you guys all the time oh my god don't speak badly about yourself like really prioritize your relationship with yourself there are still days and times and whatever that I'm like oh god I look so ugly today or I feel gross I feel this or of course you still have them every now and again but we just have to remind ourselves actually hold on if I can teach a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. how to not do that I need to re- teach and remind myself not to do that too yeah. but I think that's not fake what I think is fake is just being a bitch like you know, I think <laughs> yeah, girl yeah, yeah. That mo- it's mostly women that listen to this podcast so you guys know what we're talking about <laughs> you get it it's like that high school drama kind yeah. of thing like it's just not cool all right okay we have time for one more dilemma today let's do this you literally inspire me so much this is to charlotte by the way whenever i see your posts and your stories i just become happier i really love you and what you're doing oh charlotte that is so nice do you know it's so nice when you guys say this these things because sorry we'll go into this in a minute but with the job that we're in we don't have a boss or like someone to turn around and be like great job today yeah there's like no feedback i just have to go off the back of what other people are thinking yeah and you kind of like have to guess based on this shit but you kind of guess based on your engagement Mm -hmm. and you like put a lot of a lot of emphasis on how people respond to you mm-hmm. online and then you get oh my god we both charlotte and i have had so many conversations about this but we go through these like phases where we feel so validated by what people have said that and also not said and mm-hmm. you're like oh my god why am i letting this control me yeah. i definitely feel like i'm getting to a place now where i've got these really nice and other things going on like with youtube with this podcast and also i think i've had a bit of personal growth in the last six months where i'm like Instagram's just choosing to push someone else today. That engagement is not a reflection of my work. It's not a reflection of me and I'm, I'll am i be fine. Mm-hmm. It comes in peaks and troughs. Not everyone has a good day at work. And it's just about yeah. learning and reminding yourself that sometimes, yeah. isn't it? So it's really nice when you guys like send these lovely messages. And I bet yeah. you get DMs, right? Where people yeah. are like... I love everything you do and I think you're amazing. And yeah. that's what you really have to remember because yeah. the amount of DMs you get of that, let's say I get like three in a week. My boss is not going to pull me aside and tell me that three times in one week. Mm-hmm. That's like that happening three times in one week. You're joking. It's amazing. It's so nice. Yeah. I always get so in denial about that. So I'm like, are you sure you meant to send this to me? <laughs> I'm so bad with taking... <laughs> Wrong person. I'm so bad with taking like positive comments and like if there's any criticism, I'm like, yep, yeah. I hate myself. Oh, you're right. No. <laughs> it's so bad. Like uh, some days I'll be really good with it and I'll be like, oh, fuck them. And then other days yeah. I'm I'm like, oh my God, they're right. I'm it, the worst person. No, it's, you know what? It is hard. Like it is easier said yeah. than done. But do you like find it 
hard to compliment yourself then. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Mm. I talk to my therapist a lot about it because she's like, why the f- why are you always putting yourself down? She's like, you see the negative in yourself over everything. Like, you're in so everything. positive about others. Yeah. And yeah. like, I want other people, I want to like help other people and make other people feel good. But I never do that to myself. Do you like, mm. do you not know that you're so worthy of loving yourself? Yeah. yeah. But for some reason, and I don't feel like anyone in particular has made me feel that way. I just feel like I've just always been like very... Like hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. No, it mm. is tough. Like it's probably from my dance background or something. Oh my God. If we had Paige sitting here, she would be jumping up and down on her seat, screaming that at you right now. Yeah. Like that was not great for her as well. Like I don't want to mm. put words into her mouth, but she said that's like the root of so much negative stuff that's happened to her in the last few years. And yeah, it's good that you're speaking to someone and yeah. like trying to get past it. Cause it is, it's definitely tough, but you know, like, we put like these self-love challenges out there every mm-hmm. now and again, right? Do your own challenges, mm-hmm. set them for other people and then do them in private. That's what yeah. I do. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to share with everyone that I did this today. But sometimes I actually find, and maybe because it is a job for me, but sometimes I find so much empowerment of doing all my self-love challenges and not telling anyone. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I just feel really good about it. And yeah. It's almost like a little secret, but it's like a really lovely secret to have. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll just be loving myself all week. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? For sure. I and mean, you just learn how to embody it and do it naturally and not mm-hmm. just because you feel like you have to do it online. Mm. I think that's where that line was for me. I felt yeah. like I was having to do it at one stage, um, like the pressure, but just do, do some yeah. self-love challenges. Definitely. Have you seen, okay, I have a business idea. <laughs> oh my god, guys! I don't know if I should say it because someone might steal it. But I really want to come out with. I'm just gonna say it. Fuck it, doesn't matter. Yeah, because then it's out in the. Yeah, I'm just gonna open. do it anyway. Um, I'll just do it. even if someone else does it, I'll just do it as well. Um, I want to do. You know those like affirmation cards that you can yeah. get. I want to do self love challenges. Yes. So I want to get like a little pack of cards, and each each card has a different little challenge on it, mm-hmm. and I want it to be like. I don't even know. It's like, like a pack of 31 or something for like the month. And yeah. You open one a day or something. One a day. Or even like. One a week. One or, a week. Yeah. Or like one. Oh, you so might have the pack. Them. Yeah. You might have the pack and then you might like do five days in a row and then you forget for like a few days and you're like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do another. Or you forget for two months. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm just, I fancy doing something today. So I'm just going to do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Something you don't have to be like super consistent with, but there's enough in the pack that every time you fancy doing one, you can just pick it up and do mm-hmm. one. So 31 is actually a really good idea. Yeah. When you first started saying 31, and I was like very random number but that actually makes a lot yeah. of sense so yeah so I really want to do something like that but I have no idea like will anyone buy it will yeah. anyone like it I think people will like that especially with your audience as well because that's why they follow you well yeah. a lot of them follow you right for that sort of yeah definitely uplifting motivational talk like so yeah I think <laughs> oh, I'm so motivating <laughs> but yeah. even when I started doing with the weight loss stuff a lot of my weight loss like content that I put out there was very self-love heavy anyway mm-hmm. so I think where the weight loss girlies have stuck around like I don't think it's a big surprise to them that mm-hmm. I am very self-love heavy now as well because it was always about that it was yeah. always just about bettering yourself for you mm-hmm. it was never about changing the way you look because you need to to feel better mm-hmm. no just get into a nice routine because it makes you feel better makes you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. and if you want to lose a bit of weight there's no shame in that I feel like oh the self-love community has such a thing against women who want to lose weight mm-hmm. because they're like oh, well you should love your body anyway mm-hmm. no actually I can love myself and love my body but also mm-hmm. want to change it and that's I, I'm that's where I stand I'm not yeah. here or there like on either side I'm very much do whatever the fuck you want but just make sure you're doing it for you you yeah, know in a healthy like yeah way. yeah I, I got like a load of weird 
people messaging me in lockdown about like my weight fluctuating and saying, oh, how are you a self-love account when you're like got slimmer now, like you're doing workouts and slimmer. Oh, and I'm like, what? God. Like it doesn't make sense. And it's like making me question it yeah being like what <laughs> yeah I I definitely questioned myself a little bit with it as well mm-hmm. especially when I was making that transition from predominantly being about weight loss advice and tips or whatever to going on to being about uh self-love and I was like if they're going to be like loads of confusion but as soon as I started saying it out loud and started like explaining that like everyone was like well yeah duh and I'm mm-hmm. like oh so it's just me overthinking it like yeah. we just overthink it like mm-hmm. duh obviously you can love yourself yeah. and-, and like feeling you have to justify yourself like I used to message people back but like oh it's because now I do less exercise because I'm not dancing every week because of lockdown and like duh, like just yeah. all this I felt like I had to like justify what God. I was doing and I was like I do not want to live this life anymore God, I just want to no. do what I want to do you don't you don't ever have to justify yourself mm. no way I mean easier said than done I do it all mm-hmm. the time but yeah. whatever okay right my back, loves we have to go day. into this dilemma okay um right I'm 20 and I still haven't accepted my body for the way that it is I just wear baggy clothes not to show my belly however I really want to wear colorful and stylish clothes too I'm 20 and I won't be this young again. I can't wear what I want to wear because of this unrealistic beauty standards. I want to love my body. I just don't want to see it as an insecurity anymore, but I just don't know how. Only my boyfriend supports me through this. Even my own parents keep saying that I am fat and I should lose weight. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And I want to be the way that I want to be, but I can't yet. I just, maybe one day I will, but I really appreciate how you literally be the way that you want to be. Have you both got any self-love tips or guidance to help me push in the right direction and to stop letting my thoughts slash parents get in the way of that? Wow. Okay, mum mm-hmm. and dad, you need a big telling off because that is mm-hmm. not okay. That is your your child, you yeah. know? How are you telling them? Also, fat's not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. People can be fat. That doesn't matter. You can, like, there are so many people in this world who are like, yeah, I'm fat and I don't care. So don't use fat as an insult. We all know I learned that the hard way on that TikTok video, which we won't even go into now, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. And your mum and dad are perhaps projecting their own insecurities. 100%. Even if it's not about how they feel about themselves, maybe it's how they they expected their children to be. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they want you to be something that you're not. Hold on, you can absolutely be fat and happy. Why yeah. can't you? We've all been taught that fat is a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so if you're happy with the way your body is, obviously she's saying she's not, but anyone who is fat, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like you said, it's if you want to be fat and you're gonna own that that's absolutely fine yeah, it doesn't have to right. be a negative thing um like it's like me like I feel like I'm I'm a bit chubby and I don't really care like anymore yeah, I'm just like care. oh well I like good food and I exercise less <laughs> than I used to like that's you, fine like I, I'm living with it and I I'm not really paying any <laughs> price yeah. for it apart from I guess whatever um you're like ha- you're happy and like confident in how you are and mm. she wants to know how you get to that stage yeah, I think you have to bear in mind that your parents, like you said, are projecting yeah, their insecurities. I think everyone's parents or someone, a figure in their life that they look up to have probably projected some sort of insecurity onto them. Oh, yeah, I can give you a list, honey. Yeah, exactly. Like, And <laughs> it's, it's subconscious. I guess it's subconscious that they're doing it as well. I don't think they're intentionally trying to make you feel shit like yeah. about it. They're just, uh, uh, well, actually, the way you've worded it, maybe in this situation. They want you to like not want to be how you are they want you to want to change Mm -hmm. I mean if it comes down to a health thing and you're like unhealthy and your parents like come on you need to lose a bit of weight because this is unhealthy and this is not good for you that doesn't mean that oh she's more than a size 12 or a 14 that means she's unhealthy I'm on about being 
unhealthy. Like I, you can be a size 18 or 20 and you can still be perfect in a perfectly healthy body, right? So I wonder if it comes from a place of that, but perhaps more so from what you said, probably a place of insecurity and mm-hmm. like not quite understanding that you can look how you look and be happy. Yeah. It's tough, guys. When we had Flo on, we did mm-hmm. a Dilemmas episode with Flo. This will be out after this episode. And she talks a lot about just being happy the way she is. What did she say? She was like, I'm fat, I'm hairy, and I'm happy. And that's just how I am. And I think, do you know what? It's so good that she's gotten to that place because, like you just said, like people struggle to get to that place. And mm-hmm. obviously, you today are struggling. Um, So advice-wise... Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. For me, what I learn is I'm kind of on the side of it where obviously I lost some weight and that actually made me a lot happier because the weight felt suffocating. I felt like I was in someone else's body. And then I became happier when I had lost weight and I had regained my confidence. But it wasn't being a size 12 and losing the weight that gave me my confidence back. I think it actually really was the fact that I had fucking done something that I once thought was so fucking hard and like so impossible that I was never going to be able to achieve. And I did it and I proved to myself and I showed myself how capable I am. And that really fed me with so much confidence because I was like, hold on, if I really put my mind to something, I can do anything in the world. Mm -hmm. And since then, that's exactly how I feel. And that's exactly how I see myself Mm -hmm. and my life I can do anything but one thing that really helped me with my outlook on my body was that I was that bigger size and then I was a smaller size and now I fluctuated over the last couple years like any normal human has I'm a little bit bigger than I was in lockdown and like it doesn't really matter but I don't feel like it matters and I got to this positive place with it because I know that even when I'm smaller I still had those days where I felt unhappy and I still had I still had rolls, I still had hip dips, I still have like a double chin, like these things that I thought if I didn't have I would be happier. I realized no matter what, you're still gonna be unhappy in mm-hmm. some way. So it is really about that relationship with yourself, not about how you look. Mm-hmm. Um I find a lot of comfort and joy in having body fat because I know and you guys are the same right you have to have fat on your body to be a healthy body if you don't have if you had zero percent body fat god you'd be freezing yeah all the time so cold. but so unhealthy as yeah. well you need to have body fat it's yeah. it's good for you mm-hmm. um it helps you like protective it's protective food fuels you like protects your bones as well right mm-hmm. like it's so it's good for you so for me i was like hold on i just i know now that i feel good about the fact that i have fat on my body because it does me good mm-hmm. and i know that even if i have if I didn't have any or I had those days or where I was much slimmer, I still had those days during those days when I was unhappy. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, you're going to end up like criticizing yourself yeah. some way. So just learn how yeah. to enjoy where you are now. I was going to say taking away your family out the equation too. take away all these external factors of like who thinks you're you look a certain way and yeah. how they're perceiving you what do you want? Like, is it an insecurity with your own weight? Like like what Rosie said, would you want to lose weight is that why you're thinking about this so much is it like is it reflecting on you like what people are saying are you starting to think oh this is my my problem like I need to change my body or is it literally purely their comments that are making you feel shit because when you take them out of the equation like what is it that you think will make you happy like is it 
is it your body is it your mindset like what yeah what can you do at this stage and like sort of breaking it down in that way and taking those people out outside of the equation if that's, that makes sense that, yeah that's so true you're so right like you need to decide what's going to make you happy and what you really want out of this and if it is just you don't care about changing you mm -hmm. just want to find happiness and where you are now then it is about like consciously like embracing and em empowering yourself through that embracement of what you have right now and how you look and like I might you know I was saying about the acts of self-love and <laughs> get releasing the the deck um <laughs> I think there are little things you can do to help your relationship with yourself physically on mm -hmm. like a regular enough basis that it will come to the end of a period of time. You're like, hold on, I actually do really like that, that about myself. One of the things I have spoken about in my first episode as well is go ahead and stand in front of the mirror and you're going to feel really stupid and really strange and really weird. But go ahead, stand in front of that mirror and look at yourself in the mirror and pick out one thing that you like about yourself. It doesn't have to be big, it doesn't have to be small, it could be whatever it is, but make it physical. And for me, I said my eyebrows. <laughs> I really like my eyebrows. So I just looked at them at myself in the mirror and I said... I really like my eyebrows today. I said it out loud and you do just feel so weird, but I think <laughs> it does help saying it out loud because you're yeah. not just saying it in your head, you're also hearing it. Mm -hmm. I really like my eyebrows today. And over like the course of like a week or so, pick out a few things and each morning you wake up, say them. I really like my eyebrows today. Oh, I really like my nose as well. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I quite like how my collarbones look mm. today like it's so mm. random and so like only something you would notice yeah. but say it to yourself and then this is coming back to this like brain theory that I've I've called it the brain theory and it's probably called something else but your brain is constantly trying to prove itself right mm -hmm. it constantly wants to be the smartest of them like it doesn't it, your brain doesn't want to be wrong so if you are constantly saying oh I feel ugly today or my arms look really big and I don't like it then your brain is going to keep reminding yeah. you and picking up on these little nuances throughout the day where you go past a shop window and you're like, oh God, no, my arms are hideous today. And you'll keep doing that. But why can't we take that and use that mm -hmm. to our advantage? I'll look past the shop window. I'm like, wow, my eyebrows are banging. Yeah. And you know, you look, you, you end up training yourself mm -hmm. to pick up on the positives far quicker than you yeah. do on the negatives. And you stop picking at yourself yeah. all the time. And it's so empowering. I weirdly feel like mine's sort of, not the opposite, but the other side of it, like focusing on my qualities and personality traits. Mm. It's made me like detach all of my value on my physical being. Oh, amazing. So I yeah. feel like by writing down things that I love about myself, like I'm a really empathetic person. Like I feel a lot of people's pain and I always yeah. used to see that as a negative thing. Yeah. And be like, oh, my mum would be like, oh, you're too sensitive. And I don't think she like realised that it was actually like impacting me. Like oh my God, obviously yeah. fair enough, like whatever. And I love her and I know she just wants my best interests at heart. But like, I think that comment over time like made me think, oh, I'm, me being emotional is a bad thing. Yeah. But I actually think that it's helped me connect with so many people on deep levels. And now I see that as a really like great thing. Yeah. And all of these other like qualities that I love about myself. Like I feel like I'm quite like a driven person and I'm hardworking. Yeah, absolutely. And those qualities are what make me me and that's where I hold value so why am I holding value on like what I physically look like because I'm showing up and being this caring kind person yeah that I don't actually care as much about what I physically look like I love that for you Which, and yeah. it's really nice because you've you've the qualities completely outweigh the physical for you now mm. and I think that's really nice you're, you're a beautiful person anyway but inside mm -hmm. and out you mm -hmm. know I think I would struggle to do that because I do pay attention to what I look like quite yeah. a lot and I 
do I like I wouldn't be able to ignore it I don't think yeah. I think, I think I it would... just sh- I think it just sort of shone shone Shun, 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 shun. It shun through. It shun through. Why does that sound so wrong? Shining. It was. It sort of sh- was shining through my physical Shine. body. Like Did when sh- I feel yeah, good shun. in myself and like who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like shine, and I felt like I was beaming, like glowing on the outside because I yeah, love my inside. Yeah, but how you feel yourself on the inside. So yeah, I think it was just totally. so much focus had come on who I was as a person inside that yeah. it just. Took- Obviously, I care about my appearance. Like I'm here with makeup. Do you know what I mean? Like. But, but you know. I know what you're saying, and you know what? I think that's that's really nice, guys. Maybe go away and try to do both. Mm. Like, focus on your qualities because that is what makes you you, and that is what's going to make you shine through and mm. make like you're going to glow when you feel good about your inside. But then, if you're someone like me who is a little bit more like, I don't know what the word is, but I'm like, oh. Like, what do I look like today? Like, I care. I, I do pay yeah. attention to my appearance. I do care about it. And if you're like me, then try to also g- g- jump in front of the mirror and be like, that looks nice today. That looks yeah. nice today. And naturally, you will start f- focusing on the positives. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try that. I'm actually going to sit yeah. down and write all about or write down all of my great qualities about myself yeah. this week. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good a good thing to do, because I think in our heads, we think of all the negative things. Like I always look at my impatience and I'm like, oh, that's a shitty quality to have. And like, <laughs> all of these things in my head. But when I write down and see all of like these great qualities about myself, I'm like, yeah, to fucking worry about. Like. Oh, my God, guys, you know, what I said about the qualities of a man and I'm never going to. So I, I don't know if I've told you this story, okay. but with Henry, I had this whole thing where my aunt basically was like you're never going to find the perfect man but write him down on a piece of paper and it was only the qualities don't write anything about his physical appearance every single quality Henry is every single quality right every single thing without like without a doubt and I did that for him why haven't I done that for me hey there we go (laughs) we've gone full circle I'm going to do that for myself and you know what I'm going to post it I'm going to share it with everyone I'm going to I'm going to really encourage you guys to do it I think you should I think it's a really good idea so thank you for that Charlotte (laughs) and um and for you as well at home I really hope that that helps just really try to focus on those qualities and if you want to jump in front of the mirror and feel a bit silly for five minutes a day then go go and compliment yourself yes okay well thank you guys so much for your dilemmas it's been really fun answering them as always Mm -hmm. and for our next episode please don't forget to email me your dilemmas at dilemmas at girlsplusclub.com and I look forward to reading them Mm -hmm. and Charlotte thank you so much for coming back on not even just for one episode for the second episode Mm -hmm. I really love having you thank you very much for having me if anyone wants to go see me on other platforms yeah i'm on instagram charlotte emily price youtube charlotte emily and my own podcast yes it's your life and rosie's actually been a guest on there so you can come listen I to have. our episode we talked all things self-love on that mm. as well yeah go check out charlotte she's wicked and i mean it's how we met was by mm-hmm. following you and getting to know you and oh i think you're amazing so mm. go check her out girls uh, and everyone else sorry it's really gonna yeah, really gonna bring some sunshine to your life. Oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, like, you're sitting here today actually with an orange jumper on, and you look like you're beaming. And <laughs> I'm literally here in like a black jumper. <laughs> I'm feeling so sorry for myself. I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> Let's get you some food. Yeah, I'm gonna get some food now. But yeah, sweet. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have an amazing day ahead. Happy Wednesday if you're listening to this on release day. And I will see you guys next week. Also, not long till I go to Bali and I think you're listening to this when I'm in India so very exciting (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to know whether to be like hyping in the background or leave you to your thing (laughs) (laughs) see you guys next time bye bye